Hello and welcome back into Smooth Operators. After a long weekend of motorsports, we have learned two things and two things only. Red Bull will continue to win and NASCAR has the worst luck of any sport this side of the Indian Ocean. Griggs Blankenberg, how are you doing today on this fine? I think it's a Monday. I hope I'm right on that. It is a fact of Monday. It is doing... I'm doing well. It is not doing good. Well, yes, we are back again. Once again, Smooth Operators. We are without Ben. He is, quote-unquote, too tired to join us today. So make sure to give Ben all your love and support. Make sure you know we missed him, even though he could have just gotten on if he wanted to. We're kidding. Um, but yes, I thought, I thought he was, like, signing up for a wipeout. He was signing up for the wipeout TV show. I thought that was the text we got. He said, I'm wiped out. I was like, oh, he's, like, going to compete in the wipeout competition? Is I thought he was going to do that. That's what I thought. Something like that. That's a good thing to think about. Um, but yes, we are back again. Once again, we're going to talk about Formula One. All the good stuff that comes with that. We're also maybe going to talk a little bit of NASCAR ratings. That Noah's not going to like to hear about that, but I got the ratings for once. But let's start off with the Austrian Grand Prix that happened this past weekend. So there was first a sprint race that happened on Saturday uh, morning here in the United States where Max Verstappen, who else, won the sprint race securing eight points followed by his teammate Sergio Perez with seven, so a one-two for Red Bull in the sprint. Carlos Sainz of Ferrari in third, greeting six points. Lance Stroll of Aston Martin getting five. Fernando Alonso of Aston Martin getting four. Nico Hulkenberg of Haas getting three. I'll go ahead and oh, he's doing the sprint shootout. I thought he was just doing a regular thing. Uh, fifth was Carlos Sainz. Sixth, Charles Leclerc. Seventh, uh, Alonzo. Number eight, Stroll. Number nine, Ocon. Number ten, Hello and welcome back into Smooth Operators. After a long weekend of motorsports, we have learned two things and two things only. Red Bull will continue to win and NASCAR has the worst luck of any sport this side of the Indian Ocean. Griggs Blankenberg, how are you doing today on this fine, I think it's a Monday, I hope I'm right on that. It is a fact of Monday. It is doing... I'm doing well. It is not doing good. Well, yes, we are back again. Once again, Smooth Operators. We are without Ben. He is, quote-unquote, too tired to join us today. So make sure to give Ben all your love and support. Make sure you know we missed him, even though he could have just gotten on if he wanted to. We're kidding. Um, but, yes. I thought, I thought he was, like, signing up for a wipeout. He was signing up for the wipeout TV show. I thought that was the text we got. He said, I'm wiped out. I was like, oh, he's, like, going to compete in the wipeout competition? Is I thought he was going to do that. That's what I thought. Something like that. That's a good thing to think about. Um, but yes, we are back again. Once again, we're going to talk about Formula One. All the good stuff that comes with that. We're also maybe going to talk a little bit of NASCAR ratings. That Noah's not going to like to hear about that, but I got the ratings for once. But let's start off with the Austrian Grand Prix that happened this past weekend. So there was first a sprint race that happened on Saturday 
uh, morning here in the United States, where Max Verstappen, who else, won the sprint race, securing eight points, followed by his teammate Sergio Perez with seven, so a one-two for Red Bull in the sprint. Carlos Sainz of Ferrari in third, greeting six points. Lance Stroll of Aston Martin getting five. Fernando Alonso of Aston Martin getting four. Nico Hulkenberg of Haas getting three. I'll go ahead and oh, he's doing the sprint shootout. I thought he was just doing a regular thing. Uh, fifth was Carlos Sainz. Sixth, Charles Leclerc. Seventh, uh, Alonso. Number eight, Stroll. Number nine, Ocon. Number ten, Magnussen rounding out the uh, two top tens for the Haas team. you came in? Griggs, you are completely dead, my friend. You, I did not oh, hear no, a single really word you just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy where did you what did you last year because i'll go back uh, i heard hulkenberg got sixth i think that's what we left on at <laughs> hulkenberg got sixth i believe estimate all got seventh and george russell got eighth did you get all that yes that is what we got let's move on to the race the actual thing that matters it's not just for ratings Yes, uh, sorry about the Wi-Fi. It's been br- we're both struggling here, technical difficulty-wise. But it was Max Verstappen of Red Bull scoring 25 points of the race, one point added onto that for the fastest lap, which he set going into the final lap of the race, where he set that hitting for new tires before the last lap of the race with his, I think, shortest margin of victory this season for any race with five seconds. 5.155 seconds ahead of Charles Leclerc of Ferrari back on the podium. 18 points for him. Sergio Perez, uh, Perez, Sergio Perez in third for Red Bull Racing, scoring 15 points. His podium. Lando Norris of McLaren getting back into the mix of things. 12 points for fourth place for the number four car. Fernando Alonso in fifth with for Aston Martin with 10 points. Carlos Sainz in sixth for Ferrari with eight points. George Russell seventh for Mercedes, six points. Sir Lewis Hamilton, 8th place for Mercedes, scoring 4.9. Lance Stroll, Aston Martin, 2 points, and rounding it all out in P10. Pierre Gasly of Alpine, scoring 1 point. Well, I think we should start off with the most crazy part of this whole weekend, and I know there are plenty moments of it. Did Max Verstappen call for the pit? On the last lap, or was that a Red Bull decision, Griggs? No, I heard him. I heard his um, communication with his um, race engineer. They're like, "We're not sure. We have enough time to get out back out there in front of Charles to get this done." And he's like, "I have 24 seconds. It takes 20 seconds on average to get out of the pits at the Austrian Grand Prix." They brought him in. They put tires on for the 70th lap, and on the 71st lap, he set the fastest lap of the race securing the full sweep for himself this weekend at Red Bull, scoring eight points in the sprint race for P1 and that, 25 points of P1 for the regular race, along with one point for the DHL fastest lap of the race. The absolute guts on that guy. Good Lord. To say, I don't care. We I, we have the win pretty much locked up. I want a fastest lap. And then to just do it. Good God. And he still beat Leclerc by five seconds. Gee, man. Is this dominance good for the sport? Probably not. 
is it funny? Yes, it is it's very funny. funny. Well, at the end of this season, he could potentially get up to, I believe, third all-time in F1 and wins. Mathematically, I think he can do third all-time if he... I think he, it gives him some leeway to drop a few races here and there. Let me just get the numbers. Okay, so we just finished our technically 10th round of the season. We got uh, getting rid of Imola, so nine rounds. So nine races into the season, we have math time. Um, uh, hold on, that's uh, 11. We have 13 races left. Um, Max Verstappen, um, all-time wins. He's at 42. Um, he is 11 wins behind Sebastian Vettel for third place all-time race win. So Max Verstappen could potentially be third all-time in Formula 1 history for race wins after this season. He is 9 behind Alan Prost for fourth and uh, 11 behind Sebastian Vettel for third all-time. And Sebastian Vettel just retired. Max Verstappen, I believe this is sixth or seventh season in Formula 1. And he is on track for one of the best seasons in Formula 1 history. Already securing winning all but two races so far this year. Without winning um, without winning Saudi Arabia and without winning Azerbaijan. And both of those wins were instead won by uh, who you might call it? Uh, Perez, right? By his Red Bull teammate. It's a Red Bull has has won all the races so far this year. So, yeah, maybe George Russell's prediction after Bahrain was right where Red Bull's going to win every race. I mean, I mean, people have seen dominance in the sport like this. I mean, the eight straight Constructors' Championships for Mercedes. But the, on the individual driver level, we've not seen something like this in a long, long time. I know... Uh, Lewis had his years, but then again, you'd have um, Bottas win races. You'd have other people kind of mixed in there. Red Bull is going for the sweep for this season right now, which I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think a single constructor has ever won every single race in a season. I doubt that's possible. But I think they I might have like way, way back in the day, like when aerodynamics was not a thing back in those days with the bullet cars and stuff like that. That they might have had a complete sweep, um, but in the modern era where you have two cars on track per team, there that was not happening in any way short of form. I mean, I still think there's a way they can slip up eventually. I don't think they're going to go all 22 races this year without giving someone else one. But then again, I mean, just looking, let's take a look quickly at the... Um, constructor and driver standings for the drivers max verstappen is at 229 points let me grab my trusty calculator that i use for accounting homework he is and his teammate sergio perez is in second place Fernando alonso is in third with 131 so max verstappen's points subtracted by sergio perez's points max verstappen is 81 points ahead in the constructors championship currently in the driver's championship 81 points. His teammate is the next closest. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll get up to 400 by the end of the year. I mean, I'm calling it right now. You know, five weeks after all the other experts called it, this one's probably going to go to Max Verstappen. 
unless something crazy happens, which I don't think it will. That there's just no way. They're too dominant. All right. If you watch this sport for winners, you have been run amok and run a fool. You no longer need to watch this sport anymore if you're only watching it for winners. Um, my bad, kid. That's all I have to say. Um, a little bit more on this race. Rebel is now sitting at 377 points in the Constructors Championship uh, with Mercedes in second, 178. Aston Martin in third, 175. So Aston Martin is now only three points behind Mercedes. And Ferrari is at 154 points, so they're still trying to catch up. But right now, if you subtracted uh, Mercedes point total from Red Bulls, you get 159 points. That'd be five more points than Ferrari has in total. So if you could add Ferrari's point total to Mercedes, they'd still be behind Red Bull by four points. Wait, by five points. Yes, that that's good math right there, Griggs. Um. Mm-hmm. We'll be okay. Hey, we're getting better. We are getting Prince better. Horses are getting better. We're getting a whole lot better. Um, would have been nice if we uh, could have kept Perez behind us there for a little bit longer. But, you know, riding was on the wall and Leclerc took a second place. And that's all that matters right now. All right, you can take your Constructors Championships as far as you want. You give me these second rate uh these second place races and just give me hope and i'm fine with it after about third and one out Charles Leclerc is still coming back in this championship race there, there is without al- winning a race <laughs> there is always a chance you just have to believe anything can happen there'll be angels in the in the uh Sports, nah, that does not make any sense. I'm trying to go for angels in the outfield. Uh, yeah, I know. angels in the infield. Angels in the infield. There we go, Griggs. That'll way to help me out there. Yeah. All right. We're gonna skip Ben's next topic that he had since he's not here. We're not gonna talk about. It. I think Noah's okay with that as well. That he suggested it. Let's I go am. to this one. What's going on with the Chrome car? And we're talking about McLaren. What are they cooking? So if you are not aware. McLaren raced two separate cars this week. They gave uh, Oscar Piastri the normal car that they brought into the season with a little bit of upgrades. And then Lando Norris had a complete new car setup, which landed him fourth in this past weekend's Austrian Grand Prix. Fourth place for McLaren. That was his highest finish since last year's race at Imola, where he became the only non-Red Bull, Mercedes, or Ferrari driver to score a podium last year. So his highest finish since Imola 2022. Now going into um, Lando's home race of uh, Silverstone, the Great Britain Grand Prix, what can we expect? Because this right now is a team in the Constructors' Championship that is, um, hold on, math, uh, 18 points behind Alpine for fifth. They're probably not going to catch Ferrari, but Noah, is there a shot that they could take this fifth place from Alpine and just hold on to it? Because in the past, it's been Alpine and McLaren fighting for fourth. Now with the uh, surgeons of Aston Martin that's going to be the battle for 5th and 6th. What do you see happening between these two right now? No. I think uh, I think uh, Alpine keeps their spot away from uh, McLaren no matter what. No matter how many good liveries you have. It's about making the car go fast. 
liveries are cool they get instagram and twitter clicks but at the end of the day you have to make the car go fast and it's a good looking car though i'll give it to them it's a good looking car but they are not gonna make up the how many did your calculator say because i know you're not doing that math in your head 20 18 points uh, between 18 points 47 minus 29 is 18 yeah i don't I think, think yes i do not think they're getting those 18 points the way Ocon and gasly are doing all right for themselves um the only big problem with mclaren is they are going into their home race and if they don't win here it's over you don't get that momentum boost it is over there is no coming back up like the kids on twitter say today you are done you have no momentum no hope it's like the end of avengers infinity war when thanos wins it's over <laughs> um i mean i don't think they're gonna get they could pass alpine especially with the way alcon performed last week which my bad um but exactly just don't say anything <laughs> it's on you it's not my fault he got 30 seconds of I he scored in the sprint race that's all that matters but uh, I think, I think McLaren fault, can get this especially if Piastri can get I think uh, McLaren can do this especially if Piastri can get some better results because with that car that Lando was driving Lando probably jumped from 14th to 4th in, a, in a, like a couple weeks span so I think he can do it I mean, and he's got the backing to do it because McLaren want to keep him because it's always, whenever they're doing poor, there's always talk of, oh, Lando could uh, cancel his contract with us early or something like that. And for a team that's had very little success in the past five, six years, uh, besides the one-two they had at Monza in 2021 or 20, yes, 2021, they need something good to happen, and these upgrades can happen. I think they can get fifth. I think they will get fifth. Um, they're not going to get higher than fourth. It's already too far too far gone for them. They've already had too many opportunities where they had zero point finishes. But I think they can do it. I think the, the car is just running really well for them right now with Norris, especially on a track like that where it's a quick track. And with the way Lando was able to overtake uh, Hamilton a few times, I think they can continue to do well on that, especially if they can find a way to hit the corners with a little bit more speed and, less, and a little bit wait on the brakes as much as they can I think they can do pretty well I don't know I just think um, Alpine is a very great team and I don't know if McLaren can dig themselves out of the rut they've not only put themselves point wise but engineering wise they got the drivers to do it but I just don't think they have the car to do it No, that's a fair point. I just and say I think you out agree. Of these four drivers. I think it. Uh, I'm not agreeing. Then say you agree. I think the way I think Norris, I think Norris is the best driver out of the four between Piastri, Norris, Alcon, and Gasly. I. They may be better, but the car's not as good. Fair it, enough. Fair enough. Um, what are you saying? 
I was just going to say that we are experiencing a little bit of technical difficulty, so I'm trying to multitask while spewing my great knowledge of this sport to make sure our stream stays alive. Uh, if it does come apart at any time here on the WEGL 91.1 FM YouTube channel, just know that we will post this on our podcasting platforms in its entirety, so you should be able to hear it that way. Folks that are listening to the YouTube. I think with that, we should just go ahead and get into the, the race preview for this week. And what do you think, Noah? That sounds good to me. Greg's All right, so we're heading back to Silverstone, Great Britain Grand Prix. It is the Formula One Aramco British Grand Prix 2023 at the historic Silverstone circuit. Five. 0.891 uh, lap length, 52 laps, race distance of 306.198 kilometers. Uh, first Grand Prix was held in 1950. Lap record is currently held by Mr. Max Verstappen from his 2020 race with a time of 127.097. On this track, 18 turns, two DRS zones with a pretty long straight between 5 and 6, and then a straight between 14 and 15 with a bunch of different turns mixed in this is probably what you define as one of the more iconic non uh just street circuits in f1 one of the more in the races people look forward to most every single season definitely not only for the track that is one of the uh better racetracks on the f1 calendar but the environment there in great britain will surely be exciting uh they get videos every year of people going to it and it's just an absolute party kind of like the infield at Dega that was a joke it's not at all like the infield at Dega um, but they like to have fun there and they like to cheer on their home teams on to victory uh, was it well, did Max Verstappen win last year right he won last year I think um, no he didn't oh no Noah he didn't Listen, man. Listen. Listen. Do you know who won this race? Come on, Noah. It was Carlos Sainz. That's what I'm talking about. That's right, because Hamilton and uh, Max Verstappen ha- got themselves in a little fender bender last year. Sit the internet into no, a ride. Yuki Sonoda or Pierre Gasly's like, um, uh, rear wing got stuck under Max's car, so he finished in eighth. Oh. Oh, yeah, that was two years ago when the fender bender happened that sent the internet into an absolute... uh, Frenzy. Frenzy. What side were you on? Were you on the Max Defenders, or were you... uh, That was was before I started watching F1, Noah. Oh. I I started the end of that season. Oh, that's right. That's right. I would have been on Max's side. But um, with this track, it's just, again, it's the iconic track. Teams know this one. This is every, this is three drivers home Grand Prix. This is like two or three, four teams home Grand Prix. So this is one of the races every year you want to get along with Monaco. But then this one will also be a good telling point of like what are these mid-season upgrade packages we got from teams going to look like? Because we've already seen what some of the what the Mercedes one can do. I think both McLarens are going to have theirs. Red Bull really has not done anything yet with their car. If it ain't broke don't fix it. I don't think there's nothing really they can do with that. 
And then Ferrari seems to be coming back into with Charles Leclerc finishing second last week. But no, just what we can expect from this. I mean, teams know this track pretty well. Again, it's been racing since the 50s. Indeed. And it's, in a, it's an old uh, airplane, airport that they're running on uh, near a hangar. Um, so I think that's what it was like during World War II. It was that actual like uh, RAF airplane takeoff and landing point. What's the word? I'm, hangar, hangar, airport hangar for the RAF and uh, I think they convert it to a racetrack soon after and it's been holding races ever since um, this one's uh, also, it's also one of the bigger it's one of the more twistier tracks on the mm-hmm. schedule and next week we're going to Hungary so this could be a telling point for uh, that Hungary race next would it be next week 17 days it's next two weeks right yeah, yes. two weeks. Uh, the next two weeks over in Hungary. One of my favorite racetracks, but we're not going to get ahead of ourselves as we look towards Great Britain this Sunday. Another good thing is we don't have any of those weird sprint shootout things going on this year. Like I think they did last year. We got ourselves three practices of qualifying in a race just how God intended I mean, it's a great track. I like watching races here. Last year's really entertaining throughout. Sainz, Hamilton, Leclerc battling throughout almost the entire race. Carlos Sainz ended up getting his maiden victory in Formula One. And, I mean, both Ferraris, according to Ben, are on track to have a good weekend. So let's go ahead and get into our predictions. A little bit of a shorter show this week. But, Noah, who do you have going on pole? Then I'll read Ben's. And then... I will do myself, and then we will do our normal predictions. You know, I'd really like to see this, just because I think the atmosphere would be crazy. And uh, I'll find a reason to believe in it, but I think Max not Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton will get a pole in Silverstone, in his home race. Send the folks into a work so he can get punted into turn one by Max Verstappen and see what really goes on in London. Where are the, I'm trying to find the uh, uh, weather report for this, just so we can have it up. It's Britain, so just look for rain. Ah, well, you're right on that one. <laughs> um, so me and Ben are thinking the same. We both are going to think it's Max Verstappen going to win. I mean, it's just the dominance has been there. I mean, a full sweep at the Austrian Grand Prix. I think he could still continue to do that, especially with these large straights. Especially with the straights that don't have the DRS zones between turn 8 and turn 9 and 9 to 10. I've, and then from 15 to 16, I think the Red Bull is just going to thrive on these large stretches where they're just going to be like so much more speed on that. I think that's going to do that. All right. But, Noah, what is your prediction for... What is your normal prediction? As to say hi to your dog. I think uh, me and Grant both think this. This is Grant, everybody. Um, of course. I think we are going to see an Alpine, or actually two Alpines in the points this weekend. Okay. Now, not uh, you. Ben's is... 
per uh uh Ben's is <laughs> Ben's prediction is Merck is back on form, so I believe that means he thinks both Mercedes are gonna score points as well. For myself, I expect Lando Norris to have more points as well. No no. Just keep going with that. That's that seems pretty reasonable. With uh, Lando Norris scoring points. For for mm -hmm. the home team. I'm gonna go give him top I mean, Yeah, I'm gonna give him top eight. Alright, Noah. Crazy prediction. Okay, so we didn't get as much of it last week. As they by the time the race came, I guess they ran out of smoke. But I think the fans in Silverstone are gonna go absolute bananas this weekend and we might see some orange smoke from a we might even see some chrome smoke i don't even know if that's a thing but we're gonna see some smoke for the mclaren team whenever they do something right or maybe something wrong if something goes horribly haywire for them mm -hmm. ben's crazy prediction was ferrari is finishing no lower than fifth so he believes both Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc will be higher fifth place or higher. So that's a pretty high standard for the Prancing Horses, Noah. We're going to wait to your uh, your podium to hear about that, but you might not think that's too crazy as well. I don't think it is. But think... for me, I think we're going to have at least two British drivers retire from this race. I don't know who, but two of them. How many are there? There are three. I believe. Okay, now I gotta walk back back because I just said Lando was gonna score points. Um, so I don't know. I don't think both Mercedes are gonna do that. Um, you know. You know what? I'm gonna do it. No, you're gonna hate me, but I'm gonna do it. What is it? Alcon P6 or higher. No. No. Then I... Man. Yep. It's in, it's in the books. It is in the books. He's going to bounce back after this. He scored in the sprint race. He got seventh in the sprint race. If he just does that, but then just does a little bit better, then that prediction hits. I don't know why. Do you have, like... Have you, have you shorted the Alpine stock or something? Is that what you've done, Griggs? Is that, why, is that why you think I said McLaren's going to fish above them? Because I'm just saying this stuff about Alcon. Exactly. That's it. That's got to be it. Uh, I also yeah. have another crazy prediction I'd like to throw in there. I think Williams gets a point. Let's go. I think Williams will get mm -hmm. themselves a okay. point in their home race. You know? Just like how I'm not mm -hmm. at home, I'm in Destin, Florida right now. Trying to make sure these dogs don't go haywire. At random people walk past the hotel door. Mm hmm Okay, podium time. Noah. Oh god. Alright, P three. Going Carlos Sainz. P two. Going Max Verstappen. P one. You folks might already guessed it. Charles Leclerc brings home the bacon. I don't care about your hometown mm -hmm. teams. I don't care about none of that. All I know is that Charles Leclerc is bringing home the bacon to Italian land, as some might call it. Italian. All right. 
Ben's got a pretty, I think, normal one. I think I, he's going in P1, Alonso P2, and Charles P3. I'm going to go a little bit along those lines. So I'm going to switch one driver. I'm going to go, I think we're going to do a repeat from last week. I'm going to go check out P3, Charles Leclerc, P2, Max Verstappen, P1. So I think it's going to repeat from what happened this week. I don't know about that one, Griggs. I just don't know. I don't know. But I know about that one. You do know, know about, about that one. one. I, I know, know that Alpine is going to have 